episode 103 sponsored by Bob's Fight Shop. Today we have Canadian MMA national coach, Timmins martial arts owner, Matty Poulin. Let's do it. Hello folks, how are you? Welcome to episode 103 of Fight League Atlantic Exposure. John Foster, welcome back. Good to see you, sir. Good yes, to be back. Good. Yeah, it is good, man. It's been a while. I think I looked at it the other day. I think it was episode 96 the last time you were on so it's good yeah. to have you back my friend it it's good to be back man it has been a few yeah good on you for it. keeping her going all the time so motivated <laughs> <laughs> i got some more energy to this though yeah no man yeah no it's great it's good to be back on well, that's it you're you know, busy with family stuff and things are Slowly coming back to normal. So uh, thanks again for joining us. And uh, let's give a quick yeah. shout out to our sponsor for this episode here, folks, uh, Bob's Fight Shop. Check them out online. Premium gear by premium people. Bob'sFightShop.com. All right, let's get into it, John. Our, uh, our first and only guest of this episode, um, a guy named Matt Poulin is his name. He's uh, one of the coaches of the Canadian National MMA team. Uh, located up there in Timmins, Ontario, up in northern Ontario. He's the owner for the last 13 years or so of T-Mac, Timmins Martial Arts Centre. He's the coach of uh, Terry Goodtime Lemaire, who obviously we had on the podcast, a really good, yeah. fun guy. Uh, yeah. And uh, Matt's, you know, he's a black belt in, in jiu-jitsu, obviously. He's promote, He's a promoter. He's promoted True North, uh, I think it's called True North Fights, I believe it's called. And uh, he's pretty you know he's he's fought he's involved in muay thai you know he's just an all-around kind of guy just like yeah, yourself, yeah. right so been into um, it forever yeah that's right you know just a, another one of those guys who's been at it forever so i guess without further ado let's let's bring him on here mr matt Poulin. how are you matt oh no audio no hmm I'm going to kick you out and just click the link again. That's very weird, folks. Every time John comes on the show, <laughs> I'm, screwed up. I'm not this is sure. Why I stay away, yeah. I don't know. Uh, sorry, is. man. I'm busy tonight. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no worries. Sometimes, uh, you know, obviously the power of the internet, they're the ones controlling things. So sometimes you just can't control it. But uh, he'll click right back in here and, uh, yeah. We'll the fact that week. we can connect with people all over the place instantly and have a conversation face to face. Can you hear me now? Yeah, hey, you hear me? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't do anything different. Weird. Sorry about that. No, no you know what, man? That's Derek's technology. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not the greatest technology guy either. I took me uh, 30 minutes to set up these headphones, these wireless headphones. So. Oh man, <laughs> we appreciate the effort. Yeah, it's all good. That's it. Well, well, thanks again for joining us, man. And uh, thanks again for giving us a lot of support online. You, you've been a guy who, you know, yourself and Terry, who, guys who are just supporting at a, at a local grassroots level. And that's something I really kind of want to talk to you about. Obviously, we're out here in the Maritimes and, and I don't know how John feels about this, but I know myself throughout promoting and playing sports my whole life. Sometimes you feel a little bit not isolated, but you're like, man, they, they, you don't get as represented out here like everybody else. I use the word isolated. Pretty much, you know, and uh, up north, it's kind of similar, I would think. Yeah, so when people think about us, they're like, oh, okay, how far from Toronto are you? An hour? <laughs> like, well, yeah. no, about uh, eight or nine hours north. Yeah. Like, wow. There's eight or nine hours north of Toronto? 
You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah like the closest thing to here is three hours uh, is Sudbury, four mm-hmm. hours the other direction is North Bay. So the real yeah. the only time you come to Timmins is if you want to come to Timmins. You're not driving by it to go anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> very what, true. What is the big draw in Timmins? A uh, mining. It's a mining oh, town. Okay. Shania Twain. Oh no! no, no. Okay. We used to have a Shania Twain Center here. Yeah. A Hell center? yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. mining's the mining's the big, big one, and well, hockey too. So a lot of people come from out of town for hockey. It's funny that you say that to hockey because John, and again, I don't know about John, but out, growing up out here out east, I I talk to people all the time. I'm like, how do you know that little town in, in Ontario? I'm like, did you watch TSN growing up? Like yeah. every small town hockey Ontario had a hockey team, and that's how you knew, like Peter Pete's or whatever it happens to be, yeah. right? And it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting. What's the scene like up there for for martial arts? That, other than you guys, there's obviously a few other clubs. In Timmins, yeah, yeah. actually, there's a there's a Gracie oh, gym. Yeah, there's a Gracie gym. There's a boxing gym. Uh, there's two judo uh, two judo gyms. Um, there's a bunch two chai chi's. Awesome, a bunch dude. of kung fu, a bunch of karate, uh, things like that. Like when I was when I was younger, I started in one of the the kung fu clubs. I went to the judo club. I did a little bit of karate, but then I pretty much the original box Timmins boxing club. That's where I uh, found my home originally. Boxer, there's, there's huh? quite, you know, for nice. the population of maybe thirty something thousand, that's quite a bit of martial arts here. Yeah, that is. And then we have, and then we also have a wrestling team at the high school here, also. Oh, badass! Nice. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's perfect. So we get guys uh, sometimes on a Saturday when we have open uh, open training. We have guys that used to come from wrestling, boxing, karate, just come in awesome. and have a good time. Mm-hmm. So we get yeah, we get a good bunch of different looks up here, at least, you know. Yeah. Wow, that's the thing. And working together, everybody work yeah. together up there. Yeah, exactly. So what happens is even on us, like say Saturday, because that's our most popular day for out of town, we have guys that come from Hearst, uh, North Bay, Gogama, Foliet, Chaplow. Hours wow. away, they come in here. Uh, Rouen, Rouen, Quebec comes up here. Uh, things like that all over the place. Sudbury comes up once in a while because that's nice. quite a bit. But yeah, we have it's a good melting pot up here. And everyone, because we're a little bit more isolated too, uh, people are more willing to work together, I find. Yeah. yeah. What do you yeah, think? Sometimes when you go to the big cities and they're like, oh, uh, it's always the same guys. Don't guys don't cross train as much, thing, things like that. But up here, we're all pretty cool. Yeah. Is, is it, are you, I mean, you mentioned all the other different disciplines. Are you kind of standalone in, in what you do as far as MMA and everything? Is your gym? Yeah there, was, there was a, yeah. There, there was another one, but it didn't last too long. It's just because people don't, are not prepared for the, the wave yeah. of, ups and downs of running a gym right but uh, yeah there was, there's been a few but it's pretty much been us for the last uh well the t-max been open for since 1992 wow and i, and I bought it 14 years ago when my instructor retired so all it's, that time we've been we're doing our thing That's it's something great. i wanted to talk to you about because john's pretty identical in the some yeah. of these that you're saying I was gonna like, say we're we're really the only mma gym where we are uh mm-hmm. we've been doing it since 2000 and Four, I think so. Sixteen oh, years time. since it yeah. started, and I took over like twelve years ago. There we go, right? Um, yeah, and <laughs> been running ever since. But same thing, we're isolated. I mean, we're in a population of sixty to seventy thousand. And oh, geez, uh, yeah, yeah. That's a, where, 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 where's your gym located right now? It's in a place called Greenwich in Nova Scotia. It's near Wolfville. Oh. If you've ever heard of Acadia University, it's yeah, just yeah. up the road from there. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. And we actually have kind of a, we have the same look kind of too at the same time. 
Little yeah, that's baby, right. the beard, the mustache. Yeah, the, man. This, yeah. Is the, this is the old tired instructor look. This yeah. is a pro. Man. <laughs> this is what knee injuries look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, easy, the easiest look to manage when we wake up in the morning. Oh, yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. Does this get everything done? Yeah. Fuck that I, razor burn with the ghee, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Brutal. Definitely not doing yeah. that anymore. No, but, sir. Fuck, I, fuck the ghee. Truthfully. Oh, hell no, man. The gi is amazing. I like both. I like both. Yeah, I am no, the same way. I just, I just wanted to start. We had our first real gi session in uh, three, four months, just a couple weeks ago with our, our social partners. I had yeah. the, the worst gi burn I've ever had <laughs> in years, man. Like, <laughs> it was bad. Like, yeah. from top to bottom of my back, no shirt under my gi. Oh, was oh man, you're brave. Yeah, that was a long break. That, but it was just bro, way man. too hot. Just getting mm-hmm. back to that client, like wearing the gi again. Oh, it was difficult. Yeah. It was hot. It was sweaty. So I took the shirt yeah. off, and then it just burnt everywhere after. Yeah, there was a few days, a couple couple weeks ago here too. It was super hot. I never wear a rash guard under my gi either. I never have. And uh, it was a. It's different. Like I noticed a lot of people started doing that here in the in the last little bit, but. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a little not bit more traditional, that. but uh, yeah. yeah, for me, for my skin, I got to wear the, at least a shirt a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. To each their own, man. Exactly. And it's funny. Like, it's funny. Like, that's why I was talking about no gear again, because last night I brought Leo Steam on, we were talking about that. And any, I'm always interested in the, these guys who've been in the sport forever, like, or, or lineages, a Gracie lineage or like a family member or whatever. And they say the same thing, like whatever, man, you can't change it. So enjoy both. And that's what I think is so I'm the exact same way. To me, they're totally two different sports almost. Like they have two different they're like they're similarities. Well. In my gi and my no gi, I have the two totally different games. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? I have the choke uh, the chokes and the leg locks for the no gi. And for the gi, it's back attacks and things like and then just a lot of gi uh, weird gi chokes and things like yeah. that of that nature. So I do yeah. have some crossover, but for me it's it's different thing because I do a lot of wrestling and no gi mm. and Try to do as little as possible in the gi. Just get three. <laughs> yeah, grab hold of something. No, no that makes sense. Time, time. I've, I've always really been into both. I'd say equally, and I love the gi. You know. Yeah. I do, I'd probably prefer so, it now, to be honest with you. Well, it's just nowadays when I when I train, it's like you know you run a gym too, so mm-hmm. you'll notice there's less time. So if I put a gi on, I could technically well some days I'll force myself. Okay, I'll get under hooks cross faces instead of the grips. I can kind of work yeah. both at the same yeah. time, right? So if I'm repping something out that's no gi specific, I could still do it in the gi. Mm-hmm. Then when I work mm-hmm. with like Terry, it's easy to do. And then when I work with a gi only person, I could just switch back to the grips. Mm-hmm. Of course. It's just, it's just a little bit more discipline based because you can't attack your favorite thing when you want, but. Yeah. Yeah, have, it's so hard when you're, yeah, of course. Yeah. No, it's yeah. true. It's, you know, I, it's, I'm very disciplined when I do it. If I'm attacking a Kimura for a month, that's all I'm gonna do. Yeah. Um, well, mm-hmm. killers make killers. For me, like that's what I do a lot lately. When I was younger, like in my twenties, I would just spar all the time. Now it's more p- a positional sparring, uh, things like that, isolation sparring. Yeah. To try gotcha. to min- minimize the uh, the wear yeah. and tear. Train smarter, not harder. Yeah, just mm-hmm. it's for the long game, right? I want to do yeah. this until I'm 80, 90. So yeah. like, those short little uh, sprints are not uh, not gonna do that. No, so just a nice yeah. long game. That's what I think nowadays. Even that's how I coach. It's just for everything for the long game. Mm-hmm. Thanks. How, no, how adjustments have had to be made. I'm, I'm 36. I'm turning 37 <clears throat> in uh, October. 
and I've been involved at the Total Martial Arts Center since I was 15. And like I said, I did other martial arts, but before that boxing, I did it for a year. So I've been about 22 years, 23 years of martial arts. Yeah, long time. Uh, it's awesome. It's that probably, it's one thing I always I've found interesting, like, like, so you've been involved in the sport 20 years. How do you, how does one get involved in the Canadian MMA team? Yeah, what is this? Yeah. Like, oh, like yeah. it's something that I have a bone to pick with Ontario all the time about this. Even jujitsu, it's like it's a it's an Ontario team, for real. It's yeah, not like, well, I would say I say Ontario Quebec. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. and then we had uh, there was people from Alberta. Like on the uh, in 2016, there was the national team. We had we brought about oof, 26 people. There was mm -hmm. there was Ma Maggie from I think she's from uh, Mike Miles Gym in uh, is that Alberta. But she didn't end up going. And then we had people from Quebec, Ontario, Manitoba. I don't think the, the way you guys are from, there was nobody, no representation yeah. at all. Is it something though we don't just is it because we don't pay attention and get involved in? Is that our own no, fault? No, it's 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 just not. It's just one of those things that there's. It's just still a growing thing, right? So it's it's a national team, but it still has to grow, in in, in the east and the west. You know what I mean? It's just it's just one of those things that uh, the people running picking the team can only see so many people. Sure. Yeah. And it just it's just it's just how it kind of works out sometimes. But yeah. like we we did have like thirty something people on the team, a little bit of. This, but I'm hoping next year, like if it does happen in Prague, for next year for this is MMA only next year. I'm hoping to have because I'm hoping to be a part of the uh, the selection team for the team, and I want to get a little bit more people, a little bit more variety. Sure. I think it's super important, especially for Canada. Like we don't, mm -hmm. we're kind of behind everybody all the time, you know? So I don't want even just one province to feel left out. Well, even, like yeah, like that's the thing. And having a guy like you involved and who who's willing to do that, I think that's huge, right? Like, because there's lots of kids out East who would at least appreciate the opportunity to at least try yeah. out, right? You know, I didn't even realize it was an opportunity. Oh man, available. like I remember yeah, so following. Do you guys remember the WKF when that was around? Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. So, so what happened sir. is the way the way you got onto the team back then was you had to win a national title or a provincial title, and it's just okay. sometimes we did have people from BC coming out, but then you know they, maybe they can't make the team, the national mm. team part. Then you have to go to, to the silver medal list. But yeah, like, so that's what we did. We were we were super active in the WKF. Our guys, uh, one of our guys won provincials, two of our guys won nationals, and that's mm -hmm. how we got the spot there. And they just gotcha. happened to pick me from the national coach yeah. that year. I had not nothing to do with the team but in uh for all combat canada in 2019 it was pretty much uh application based not not scouted oh, okay so but then it was kind of a weird thing because a lot of people are like it was because acc is kind of brand new you ever hear of acc no probably I, not right i think no. is that is that like a andrew redding is the head the head of acc canada he's okay. trying to bring in uh, amateur mma uh, prank creation and stuff like that. And he just had uh, application basing and he would look over every, everyone's resume. So we did have some super experienced people, but they're pretty much all uh, Ontario. Mm. Which uh, is whatever. It, it's a start because that was the first year. Right? That was the first year that we went to the Gamma Worlds. And Gamma, it works with um, 1FC. So that's, that's oh, going to be wow. a, a big, big one for all of us in Canada in the future. Yeah. Like this year, yeah. I think we only brought, uh, I think we only managed to bring six or seven people. But yeah, next time I was hoping to bring like twenty like, people. Correct me if I'm wrong. That was like, um, you know, James Clark was there. Yes, sir. Uh, who's that uh, tall guy? Tall, Pat, lanky guy. Pat, Con Pat Connors. 
Pat, Patrick Connors. Yeah, he lost, oh, yeah. right? But yeah, well, he like, everyone on the team, like we only we had a small team, but we had a dangerous team. James, James, good, uh, pretty man. much won. He won the finals pretty much, but they gave it to uh, uh, I don't want to say the, the name of the country because I can't pronounce it right now. But yeah. like, he he went right to the finals. He went through everybody, and he, he he there was a little bit of controversy in the finals. Let's say that. And then Patrick, he went to uh, and Pat fought three times in one day, mm. and he lost wow. the third one. You know what I mean? He fought Germany. He fought. Uh, it was it was Patrick is very very good. Very good, man. And it was cool. Like John, like for me, like I pay attention to a lot of stuff. And like for me, that was a big event because you're, there's a lot of really talented kids fighting on those cards. Like super talented from all over so the world. So what it was, it was high level amateur. Good. Yeah, high level amateur, low level pro. So you're. Yeah. A, it was it was just pro, it was amateur rules, but low level pros were allowed attending it. So there was guys that man fought in like the like almost made the UFC. Uh, a lot of guys from Rufus Sport were there, like UFC, like on that line. It was it was, it was really the level was super. How super many cages high. were in that room? Three, Sorry? four. There, was there like four cages in that one room? For the uh, no, it was actually it was in the ring. So there was four. Oh, that's right. There was in a ring. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So it made it a lot different than uh, the yeah, cage no work, sure. right? So a lot of those countries are used to fighting MMA in the uh, the ring. And they actually mm. had pr professional uh, MMA rings with the fifth rope. Nice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So That's really, cool. And it was open scoring <laughs> at uh, the Gamma. So every round, you would you would know the score of the round, the coaches. Ooh. Oh, cool. Open scoring is where it's at, my friend. I love that. That's great. Oh, it was a game changer. Game what, changer. truthful? What, we're going to be truthful now? Wow. Just, <laughs> just knowing between rounds, so, you actually know if you're going in, winning. Oh, they're, like in, in, one of James's, in one of James's awesome. fights, we're like, my gosh, that was a close freaking round. We're like, I don't know how that's going to be scored. We look, we got it. Let's go. So yeah. it, it's a Big game. I've been really calling for open scoring in a lot of uh, amateur leagues. And hopefully, like now that ACC is establishing Canada under Gamma, we can yeah. kind of use that um, association to, to use the open scoring down the road. Yeah, I like that. It, we, that that's interesting, really. Like well, that's room for error because even even the judges, yeah. all they have to do is press button. They don't have to do any math, no nothing. All they do have to do is do press the button, submit. Yeah, and if we're right. worried about them doing math, then there's a huge goddamn issue. <laughs> oh man, like I, I'm also a judge and referee in uh, three different organizations, and I've been at that point where you, you're 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 uh, judging all day, and you have to add the math. Or, Simple math. Oh yeah, and that then, would be. But then at the end of the day, yeah. your brain is just so fried. You're like, oh my gosh, mm. this shouldn't be this difficult. <laughs> you know, so here, I think just me doing that. Do... I know there's people who've messed messed up their math down in the past. Of 100 percent. Yeah. Colin, the real question we should be asking is who has the better beard? <laughs> uh, good question. Yeah. So usually mine's a lot bigger than this, but uh, I just got <laughs> to make it look uh, manageable. We'll give it to Matt since he's the guest. Yeah, we'll be nice. There we go. That's Always the guest. <laughs> I, had, I, had, I had a really wicked COVID beard going on for a while. Nice. Yeah. No, Keeping yeah, it busy. Like you wouldn't even be able to see my mouth or anything with my mustache going that low either. So oh, wow, that would it was, drive it was me wild. crazy. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I had to get rid of it. it just yeah. like, when I started going back to the gym, I had to get rid of that thing. People Man, like, I yeah. used to have my beard growing out real long. I remember trying to eat this messy fucking burrito out down in Boston, and it was just, it was just everywhere. And I had a stack of napkins. And just, just, <laughs> this is done. <laughs> Shout out to White Claw. Yeah, there, there we go. go. Keeping me Derek's fed. Kicking off the weekend. Perfect. Kicking off the weekend at four nineteen with a White Claw. <laughs> what was your hey, experience man. like behind? Like you say though, like 
Because to me, like that, like how do you coach someone having three fights in one day? Like it's, how, like it's intense. So I actually had the experience of one of my 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 fighters, Todd Elvin, who just made a comment. He was like one of the first guys on Ontario to fight three times in one day in Italy. And that guy right there, Todd, he fought uh, three times in two hours. Three MMA fights, three amateur MMA oh, fights in right. two hours. Welcome to he, when we went in Italy, he fought there. And the guy he fought in the finals only got a buy into the finals. So come on. Oh, yeah, it was wild. It's just one of those things you have to be strategic and, and very tactile. You just can't, you can't just, you could just go for it, but. You got to kind of see what's happening, play to your strengths. You got to kind of make little game plans on the fly, just based off what you see off them for maybe a couple minutes. Yeah. And just try your try your best cool. and just go with your strengths. Right. Yeah. You have to mitigate risk. And, uh, yes, are they exactly, doing like yeah. a modified rule set? Is it two rounds? Is it still three rounds? Or mm, what's the deal? It, no, it was uh, like in, in Italy, like for that was three uh, three threes. Three threes, so full yep. full length fight. Full amateur. Fight. Yep. Full, full, yep. full amateur fight. It was in a, so that was really weird because I was in a cage, on the floor, and like there were like I was coaching and there would be people watching like literally two feet behind me. <laughs> it really, really, it was a really weird experience, but it was it's one of those things that makes you a better coach at the end of the day. Sure. So like oh, say yeah. example like Todd and his opponent were in our corner, his other the other team would circle around to our side and coach them. Oh, like it's something you've never, even, something you've never even wow. seen before. Wow. But they're cool that they're. Apparently, they? it's very. Apparently, that's how they did it over there in Europe. I'm like, wow, this is. Uh, Man, if we tried that here. shit, the commission would lose their mind. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Over here, the commission would just lose it. There, yeah. it kind of because the only people there were fighters <laughs> and their friends, but still circling the cages like a big no-no over here. Yeah, yeah. The, the rules, the rules compared to like here, compared to anywhere else are hilarious. Like do you watch, I always bring it up, man, but do you watch those stupid videos online, like bare knuckle, like street fights or what, the, like they're like street beefs or whatever the fuck yeah. they're called. It's, People send it to me. I, oh, I, don't dude, I, don't, I don't have the painful. It's painful. Oh. It's so painful, man. And they keep popping up in my feed all the time. I'm like, I don't give a shit about my mouse. You keep double yeah, that's right. yeah. Yeah. Love, love, loving them. Yeah, I, I know. Like, I, it's been a long time since I've been in a, like a street fight, and I don't. Oh, uh, that's not my no. anymore. No, it's crazy. It gives such a bad name to you know what you're really trying to accomplish with this, this sport, sport. Sometimes, you know I mean? right? Yeah. Like, it's fucked. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I don't I, like I, I don't, no, it's just like not worth the risk. And then you have no. guys like trying to like. Uh, like they have their their voiceovers for street fights. I'm like, Ugh, no, <laughs> like no, the commentary. No. Yeah, please don't do that. Oh, no. shoot for a poor double. Oh, it doesn't yeah. sprawl. No, oh, I, I usually watch about 10, 20 seconds, and I've had just about enough. Yeah, that's about man. what people. I check out our analytics, and that's about what is the same for our podcast. Uh, like 20, right. 20, as soon as I get to the intro, they're like, "Fuck him again." <laughs> Click. Yeah, oh, I thought yeah. this was something different today. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought John would be hosting today. <laughs> yeah, Damn. yeah, yeah. It's, have you ever been out east? No, never. I, I have family in like Bathurst, New Brunswick, and things like that, but I've never gone to visit them. No. So w when you guys do your show, we're out there for sure. Yeah, that's I always want to visit excuse. there for sure. This was one place I've never really been. I've been to this, like this Canada through through Canada states. Europe, uh, Thailand, but never, never out there, which is weird. Yeah, a lot of people are that way, you know. Like a lot of people, like I work in the travel industry, and and for a, a long time now, and everybody always asks me, like, what, what's your favorite place you've been? I'm like, home on my couch, like in <laughs> oh, Nova Scotia. Yeah. 
like yeah. you know you know like a home where we live our area is so beautiful and not same where you are in Timmins, right? But how many people in our own country, they go to, they go to the Caribbean or they go to wherever, but they don't explore our own country and our own mm. country is unbelievable. Oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, it but really it's kind of like the thing I, I go, I've gone cornered. I've coached everywhere, Montreal, like a hundred times, uh, States, a bunch <laughs> of times. People think I go exploring these places, but, uh, not really. I've explored the same block of Montreal like a thousand times. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you, 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 don't, you don't get to explore it, which is one thing I want to start doing now that I'm, you know, it's a little bit easier to coach them, not, you know, but I just want to go mm. explore more of these places when yeah. I do go to these, these places. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Take advantage of the travel. Yeah, man. exactly. I'm already there. I'm so, it was usually just 15 years ago when we grow I was just so focused on the fight. We never did anything. We just kind of just mm -hmm. worked on the fight strategies, warm ups, cutting weight. But now we're going to start doing a little bit more. You know, one one big thing that we always provided with, with our events, and John will attain to this, like even back in grappling and everything, is, is something that we we always wanted people to come here and experience the place, not just to like come here and just fight. Like wh whether it, co it cost us money, mm -hmm. it you know, it certainly did sometimes to put people up in certain places, but at the end of the day, they're blown away. And that's, you know, people aren't getting paid to do a lot of jujitsu sometimes. So if you can make it a memorable trip for them and make them feel like the star that they deserve to be yeah man, it goes a long way yeah exactly that's even when i do my promotion for uh for ty here we pretty much i have to get half the card from out of town no one no one there's yeah. no other locals doing it so i have to get people from 10 12 13 hours away coming up and then you know just try to make their experience as best best one possible yeah, that's right. That's all you can do. Try to be a good role model and, and good person and have a good beard, apparently, because oh, these guys important. all love her. That's it. It is important. It keeps you safe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Keeps it makes us look a little bit uh, older, too, so we look wiser. How do we right. not have a beard sponsor? Like, I've reached out to a couple companies and I'm like, hey, how you doing? They're like, good. Like, they're like, Derek, <laughs> your beard is weak. Yeah, they're pretty much, you're, yeah. a, pussy, you're a pussy beard. Like, Send me some of your products then, stupid. Yeah, yeah, we got, yeah. We, got some, yeah. we got some epic beards at the gym. We got a Josh Gagnon beard. It's thick. Gandalf. Yeah, pretty much. But all yeah, still not white, but you know it's good. Still not white. Yeah, he's got the best beard, the Josh Gagnon beard. Nice. Oh, yeah, beard, beards are good. They may. I I feel pretty secure with mine. So like, if I shave my beard, I instantly like just like shrink in stature and become a sixteen-year-old boy all over again. For like, it's my <laughs> my confidence. As soon as I save the mustache and it. save the beard, I lose uh, eight or nine years. So I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah same. <laughs> I've seen I my like dad. Store, my people like, wow, oh, you, are you looking for your mother? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> looking for your mother. Yeah. Good idea what, there, kiddo. <laughs> what do you uh, What do you typically get at those events up there for for um, crowds? Oh, so for our last one, we had seven hundred and fifty people. Nice. nice. Yeah, you know, it was it was good. The first your first year, we had about six hundred. And the second year was uh, 700 and we also do two events in one day we have oh, cool. uh, a morning oh, wow. show and we always always have an evening show so we have up to uh, 30 30 fights on a card usually some of them are demos or an ex in it. yeah so my last one for example i had uh, 30 fights total throughout the whole day and yeah. i had 20 28 of my my people on the cards Holy so i God. ran the whole thing and then and then i also cornered 28 fights Holy! yeah that was a long day I cornered two guys on our on our last card, and I said afterwards, I think I'm just going to probably pass that responsibility <laughs> on to someone else because I'd run out yeah. 
and you know corner and, and I'd run back, put my suit back on, and then run around and do that, and then <laughs> yeah, run so back. When, and when back I, yeah, I plan everything, but yeah, when I'm at yeah. the fights, I'm just there as like it's all done. My part's done. I planned everything, did everything, and then I just there to coach. My first card, I, t- I coached 21 people on the first card. Another one, we did 28 people on the the second card. It was yeah. intense. Yeah, it's a lot, man. It's. I That's think too, crazy, it's, yeah. it's, I, it's interesting, you know, like I hear a lot of people pull that off, like those kind of like 30 in it, uh, 30, like 25, 30 fights on a card. And to me, I just don't know if our commission could handle that out here. I don't think, yeah. think MMA yeah. would work for that. You, you know, yeah, no. for us, it, well, for us, it's, for yeah. us, it's Muay Thai, right? Yeah. Because, uh, the M- amateur MMA is illegal in Ontario. So we had to yeah. stick with the, uh, yeah, yeah which is a little bit easier to get people now. But it's kind know. of funny that you have the national team, but you can't do amateur MMA. What the hell is up with that? Eh? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, man. Nothing about it. But I will say, for anybody out there listening, the Canadian commissions are all working together now. So fingers crossed that will mean that hopefully amateur will be legal across the board. If this was smart, mm. if they were all going to come out of this together, they've been all having weekly conversations. Every two weeks, they're, they're meeting. Yeah. All the commissions across Canada on conference calls. So yeah, even before COVID, we were on the um, call some calls with the government, and it was starting yeah. to get good. It was starting yeah. to get good. So now I hope hopefully they work together and get. Exactly. We were supposed to be able. We were supposed to be allowed even pro mutai here after. That was oh, something we were working on too. Amateur MMA. It's really weird. We have pro MMA. And we have amateur mutai, but we don't. We don't have pro mutai. We don't have you know. We don't have amateur MMA. So. It, it's, it's, That's it's really, weird. Yeah. We, I mean, it wasn't that long ago we didn't have amateur MMA here either. Mm-hmm. What is yeah, it? Really, yeah. Four Only years, probably. maybe? Yeah. Well, five yeah, years. we kind of did, but it was never like official, you know what I mean? But like, back yeah. four or five years ago, yeah. Even when the WKF was doing it, it was through them, it was awesome. But there were shows that had like probably no uh, no business doing it. But, but they like, kind of, they're different though, like with the WKF. Didn't they have like a membership? So they kind of got away with it a little bit differently, or am I totally wrong? Yeah. No, they, they had a membership. So you had to join your gym. The gyms had to join, and each member paid a little fee for insurance and everything. So, like, that was legit. I really, I really, really liked them because they had um, MMA and cards, K1, yeah. and Muay Thai. Yeah. It cool. Was, so, some of our guys would go to a weekend at nationals. Like, my wife, she fought, uh, she won nationals in MMA uh, one year. And then that same, the next day, she fought Muay Thai. No way. So, that, Jesus yeah, that, that was awesome. I love it when it happens. Especially yeah, for us because we live cool. so far away. We always, if our guys could fight two, t- two times in a day or two times in a weekend, we're, we are so down for it. Well, yeah. I'll tell you, like, John and I, like, to, to me, I look at it that way, too, because, like, and John and I don't, I'm not saying that we've ever discussed this in any way, shape, or form, but if you really think about it, your cage is already set up. Your lights are already set up. Mm-hmm. Everything's already set up. So exactly. if you can bang two events out in one weekend and then you're set for for six months, pretty much. Yeah. Are, are you guys or, allowed doing like uh, mixed cards? Like, would you be allowed having a, a no. MMA and a grappling right after? Okay, no. Oh yeah, so, we can. Oh, so grappling, there's no like grappling. We control. So okay. yeah, and I'm not we can't, like, we we can't need, do like, a mixed card though. Hubert okay, specifically okay. said. No, like, no. Oh, you mean like grappling? We can do it two separate after. times. Yeah, but two yeah, separate. I, mean, I, just, like, I was wondering if you guys could do it in the same. No. I used to go to the states and they used to have like um, amateur and pro card. Like together, we did that. And those are we did that, Those are yeah. those are fun cards, man. Those are really yeah. fun cards, and I think yeah. they're really good for the sport too. Those cards. That's what we yeah. do. We basically yeah. run amateurs as your prelims, and then pros as your main card. Yeah, because if yeah. you did all pro, it gets very costly, you know. So if you have a good mix. It's perfect for, it's perfect for everybody. 
Yeah. yeah. Especially when the fights get canceled and you still fucking pay them. It's really expensive. Yeah. Right? Work, I can just, I can just imagine costly. just be doing amateur having to deal with the, the dropouts and everything. I can just imagine the pro. Well, no, we lost our main event because of the weather. Oh, really? Yeah, the day away in snowstorm. Ryan Rolovich couldn't get there. He was stuck in Montreal. Him and Jimmy Smith. Really? Oh, Jim Smith too? Yeah. Oh, my God. And Cody uh, Arnett, uh, Jesse's brother, too. They're all stuck in Montreal. It was a horse show, man. But we finally got – I don't know if that's a politically correct horse show anymore, but I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, I thought you said horse. I did. A horse story. That's a horse story. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but we did – we still – man, like, uh, I think it's – like you said, John, it's it's the way to go. Pro-am. It it was a noticeable difference. I had a lot of people talk to me and be like, there was a big difference as soon as Corey and Jake fought. And they're, they're like out here. So if you're an amateur and you have over three fights, yeah. you can strike on the ground. But if you have under yeah. three fights, there's no striking on the ground. Open class, oh, okay. kind of like amateur So that's kind of like what we did in Montreal. Fight. Like, Do you guys ever compete in Montreal back in the day where they had the big boxing gloves with the hands sticking out? So no. you, you weren't allowed to do a lot of <laughs> – yeah, it was really – it was mixed boxing technically. So – it was like big boxing mitt. Oh, where is it? Big boxing mitt, but your your hands were like free, like MMA. I fought oh, like that wow. before once. It's very different. Weird. It actually, yeah, it was very for, different. But you weren't you weren't allowed a lot of things. But now that then they introduced knees to the body, a little bit more ground and pound. So it's it's getting there, which is nice. But I like I do like a tier system for amateurs though. Well, know. people were complaining about it, but like to me, to me, and I and I think John agrees. Like it's, I think it's, it's actually needed. fantastic because if if it's you're needed. a fighter like that doesn't know anything and you're in not say you don't know anything but you have no fights and you're going in there even though you've been training for a few years yeah you got you guys both have stepped in there i haven't but i know what it's like to compete in jiu-jitsu it's the same thing you're like what the fuck am i doing here and they do it in boxing they've been doing it in boxing forever there you and go so like in the wkf wkf they had a tier system uh c class fighter b class a class if you had a certain amount of fights Ooh. i like that too because it gets rid of sandbagging and uh things like that yeah. well there was still some but they got caught so <laughs> yeah perfect <laughs> now you're forced to fight you. two guys at once yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but i i really like it like class c just worry about the minimum things just get the job done just like maybe stand up muay thai with wrestling with a little bit of jiu-jitsu Class B, add some more ground and pound, and then mm-hmm. Class A should be almost the, minus elbows to the face. I I fought amateur with elbows before, so I didn't really mind it. But some people are squimish with that. Yeah. And if it if it happens, it happens. But uh, Class A you should have you should almost be there at high level amateur, low level pro anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Our gloves, our gloves are hybrid gloves. Like for amateur, they're well, they're not hybrid. They're six ounce, I guess. For amateur, four ounce for pro. So not yeah. not not a huge. But out here, another thing, like you can kick to the head. You can't run. You you can't. What is it? You can't spinning kick, but you can kick to the head, but you can't ground and pound. And I was really shocked at the lack of jujitsu, man. Really, really? shocked. There was yeah, not a lot of the guys much at all. Strike, but they. I mean, a lot of them looked really good too. Oh, I would yeah. almost think that. Even I, mean, I would almost think that an amateur should focus on jujitsu. <clears throat> Big get time. comfortable on the ground because a lot of them aren't comfortable with ground and pounding usually. So usually mm-hmm. most you see a lot of jujitsu in amateur. Oh, man, it's a lot beautiful. of guys come from gyms that are you know heavy into the Muay Thai yeah. and kickboxing and stuff. But oh, yeah, man, I mean, and a lot of guys even with no fights starting off first fight looked quite good on the feet and you know and guys so you know like Kyle with a judo background yeah. and stuff. Yeah, they were like you know like these guys were comfortable competing. They've done yeah. jujitsu tournaments and things like that. That's good. So like yeah, like that's not like back in the day where you'd start. You can you walk into a gym and two months later you'd get a fight. 
Oh no! no. I think I think yeah. even most of the guys that were O and O were purple or brown belt or blue oh, belt, uh, blue, you know, blue or purple good. belts. You know, a couple white belts in there, but it was you know a lot of guys with some experience. So yeah. Yeah, it, it made for a great night of fights. And yeah, and everyone, I think that's important. Yeah, yeah. I think the quickest, guy ever, the quickest guy I ever let fight was like six or seven months of training, and he had a wrestling background. But yeah, other than yeah. that, I like it. I like it yeah. about, about a year. So he had a background, a right? Yeah. I like yeah. a year. I usually tell guys one, it's gonna be one or two years, guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Same thing. I like that. I was always kind of yeah. blue belt. You get a blue yeah, belt. Yeah, blue belt's a good fight. Yeah, hundred percent. It's a good belt. Yeah, because we had well by going back to WKF. If you were a blue belt, you're a class C. If if you were a purple belt, you'd have to start a class B, which is kind of weird. And if you're a mm. black belt, you'd have to be class, fight class A because it's supposed to be experience levels. Mm. They counted everything. If you had boxing fights, it would move you up. If you got kickbox, but if you had jujitsu belts, it would move you up too. I kind of I kind of like those systems because I've I like been to places too. where, I like my my second my second fight. Uh, I fought a guy with forty three fights. Jesus. Whoa. Christ. Yeah, you know I I didn't mind because it was just I just wanted to challenge myself. But I nowadays I don't really think that's appropriate for uh, more guys coming up through the system if they want to have longevity, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah and, uh, just the the chance of getting hurt. Increases so much well, higher, I, right? I took I took that fight on uh, six days' notice, and I blew everything. I blew everything out of my right knee because I wasn't in the best uh, best physical shape for that one. I was just most I was, I was coaching the guy that was supposed to fight him, so I'm like ah, I, I kind of have the strategy down, but I didn't have the <laughs> physicality to uh, withstand that. That was brutal. Damn. Yeah, it's a tough sport, dude. It's a really tough sport. That's one thing that John and I kind of really pride ourselves in we don't want people fighting in there that don't belong in there like you know we, you see so many events that like he's a black belt i'm a brown belt like we both you know know the sport pretty well and it's mm -hmm. it makes your product look like shit you know like at the end of the day you want people in there that that are gonna i don't want like both of us we don't want two guys in there that are just gonna swing and knock one another out like yeah so no, that's what, I'm, gonna, like that's what I'm really pushing up. for with the uh, if we do get the acc going i'm really pushing for a tier system yeah. So like a class C, a class B, a class A. I really think that's it's much needed. You should do that. I actually like that too. Yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot. Actually, it's very smart. I think yeah, it's, so you can it's, go like zero to three fights is class C, uh, or even five fights because if you want more experience, then five to ten, then mm -hmm. ten to twenty. Well, it's funny like how that. just easy like the letter makes it a little bit simpler because I try to explain it to people and they'd be like, "What?" Yeah. yeah. Or if you put it on a, just here. A, B, C. They'd be, oh, I get it, man. Now I get it. Mm -hmm. Before they would just wouldn't get it because it is kind of confusing, right? To follow. Yeah. Um, For sure. Yeah, it's definitely interesting, man. Did you have any uh, through your whole career? What's you must have had? Like I know you've cornered like over like five, at least four or five hundred fights in, in, in your day. Yeah, over over five hundred fights now. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So you had a lot of shitty experiences, I'm sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. We 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 well, like uh well I won't say any names, but I've been to places. We show up, we go twelve hours out of our way. We show up. Oh, the your guy was kind of sick, so we're gonna. If you want if you want to fight him, you have to go up a weight class. Oh. And like, yeah, and we're 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 fighters, right? So we were like back then we were more like okay, let's just do it. We're here, mm -hmm. and then uh, got then I've seen I've seen some horrible things, injuries. Uh, Oh man, just too many to too many. I, I well, worst, I worst of my injury. Worst, my brother. So he oh. he fought he fought and uh, he got kneed in the cup. His steel cup snapped oh, in half. Fuck. And yeah, he well, you guys can picture what happened. No, but he tried no. to he tried to continue no. fighting. He tried to continue fighting and then he just got TKO'd. 
But no, yeah, oh yeah, it was, no it, doubt. It was gnarly. Yeah. No doubt. Oh my god, is he? Oh my god, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, that took him out. That took him out of MMA. injury. <laughs> yeah, after I that, go. he was he, he was kind of done with the pro MMA scene after that all that incident because his guy his guy missed weight. We drove twelve hours. It was kind of a weird ordeal. He was that our commission really had drained us like the week before too, and then yeah that. His, you ever see a, like a you ever see a steel cup get broken? Yeah, yeah. No. Oh fuck, it's nasty, man. It's like oh my god, he is the toughest human being ever. I don't I don't want to go into description of what happened yeah. after, but yeah, yeah there's okay. yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I and then need... we had like you know actually out of my fight like out of my whole career coaching we we've been pretty lucky with like injuries that were very if we had injuries that were low we've maybe only had maybe like Jamie, Terry's jaw. Uh, well, Terry's jaw too. That was a weird yeah. uh, freaking ordeal too. We were supposed to fight that fight at 135. We, yeah, he told us that. Uh, uh, the guy at the time said he had diabetes or something, so he couldn't make the weight. So we had to move up to 145. Oh yeah. And then you, yeah. it's all it's all the it's all the times that we had to move up a weight class that the injuries happened. Of course, so, of course. It, it, show, it shows you the, it shows you the importance of a a weight class, right? Yeah. yeah. I and I actually am a true believer, like that the weight classes should be 10 pounds, 12 I, at the most. Too. I, I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of every 10. So 25, 35, do you like tw the, on the fives, like 25, 35, yeah. 45? I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe there should be 165, 100%. Yeah. yeah. It stops the huge weight cutting at the same time, too. Mm -hmm. Well, that's it. And yeah, I think you, it would help for sure. Did you guys see the broken jaws last night? In, I want to say, no, I, never, I haven't seen it. There's one in hockey. Brendan oh, Gallagher, okay. I don't watch either. It just came up on the on YouTube when I was oh, okay. today. It was just he got cross checked like right in the face, man. His whole Ooh. like his jaw, Gnarly. like half his jaw was here, and the other like so he showed his teeth, and like there was like run row here, and the other one was like three inches. Oh, below. so he, he had like a floating like right in the middle, it like broke like, and so like this one was here, and this one was down. Yeah, here. that's where Terry's broke was right down here, and then it broke off to the side. So yeah. Oh, dude, man. I'm from. Man. Too tough guys those guys are too tough man that's You're right, fucking man. right there no question i'm glad yeah, they so are i have a question for you guys who who do you who do you guys see as the like i guess you guys follow sport i, I always am very interested in different opinions what, who do you guys think is the next like the biggest prospects right now in mma and cool. for, for the low level going to the maybe bellator ufc contender series i'm always i was always interested, canadian? interested in, yeah canadian and just in general yeah Man, who do you think the next one. two guys or three guys going to the big show, or who do you think is the next big things coming up through Canada MMA? Uh, even even if it's uh, Ontario, Quebec, and you guys, that there's so play. many. Fuck, so many. There's Derek's many. more in tune with this than I am. I think yeah. Christian Savoie from out this way. Yes, yes, Christian's yes. a big one. Um, I'm big on him. Yeah. I think with three or four wins, Adam McDougal could move up. Yeah. I'd love to see Jesse get a shot before. And you know, yeah, Jesse Arnett, it just time. gets it's up time there. Age. He's had so yeah, many fights. He's so good. Yeah, he got, he got the raw deal, though, man. And he did. Yeah, and he's and he's so you know. many fucking young kids now too. Like he, it's one of those. It's like a Matt McGrath scenario, right? Yeah, That's true, true, guy. true. Yeah. Deserved, deserved it, but they just didn't give it to him. It's frustrating. Yeah, yeah it's so I, f I find it weird how some some guys can work so hard all the years and years and years. And not getting any recognition. Got guys who just had maybe he's got a lucky break and they got four or five wins in a row. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. He did get called and he couldn't get out of his contract. Twice. Right, Matt did. No, no, Jesse. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, oh, I didn't know about that. Um, I could yeah. that correct me if I'm wrong. No, he told me that as well. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, he had man. the opportunity, and TKO wouldn't release him. So, no. and I don't know that. I'm not saying that. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, who, who knows? Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I'm really big on like uh, in Ontario. We have us uh, like Scott Hudson. Oh yeah, handsome Scott Hudson. Yeah, I think he deserves a shot soon. And then like in Quebec, I would say I'm a big fan of like Xavier Aloui. Yeah, there's a lot of man. Fuck, even I think Julian LeBlanc, man, he deserves. Oh a, yeah. He deserves some uh, some looks too. Like, but like there's so many like Zach Powell's like there's so many of the kids. Oh, so yeah, so oh. yeah, actually for my up and coming guys, I would have guys like um, James Clark, Isaac Blair, Adam DeFreeze, Zach Powell's high on my list. Uh, Louis Jardin, obviously, like someone sure. like Terry. Yeah. A guy who like gets missed, man, is Chad Angleheimer out west. In BC. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of him. Yep. He's, he's like a kid that he's two. He's, he's a champ, 135 champ in both divisions, in both like Rise and BFL out west. So now, what do you, what do you think that what's holding up Canadian MMA? Just lack of uh, opportunity? Dog, or yeah. is it starting is this starting at amateur level where people are maybe a little bit too picky of who they fight? I think it's consistency myself. Yeah, I think and I'm. Yeah. I talk to some people. They're like, "Oh, this, they're too picky." To, but I'm. I for me, it's. I think it's consistency. consistency. You, you don't have yeah. enough opportunities. Yeah. Exactly. You don't have enough opportunities. Everybody's been on hold this year. I mean, but even before this, we, like I'll use I'll, oh, yeah. I'll use Terry for example. He fights. Man, one time he fought twice in one month, pro. But other than that, sometimes it's one year, eight mm -hmm. months. Mm -hmm. And that's what's been Canadian. around here for a while now okay, too. Yeah, so okay, that's, you know, with that's, us coming. I, yeah go ahead no no go ahead john sorry i i was just saying we kind of started to fill that gap here a bit because ecc had done a show in a couple of years they're doing yeah. no kickboxing now um you know up in moncton they're i think last year what do you do two shows one. maybe three one show one. And, and then one this spring no they're not they're not operating anymore um, oh, shoot, too bad. So, so there just wasn't a lot of opportunities, and we were hoping to be able to do three shows, and that would kind of round things out on the East Coast between New Brunswick and Nova Scotia doing shows. Yeah. Um, in Ontario now, we have BTC, we have Prospect. Mm -hmm. So those guys are doing phenomenal jobs. Yeah, phenomenal. It's just we we need more. I think like I'm I'm th I was thinking debating. I'm going back and forth if I should try one up in the north. So we'll, I'll think about it. I know a little a good more. production crew. See, the thing is, I will say the advantage with our shows is that we do everything in-house so we don't have to, we don't have to bring in a production crew or anything it's all done in-house so wow. it saves us a, a shit ton of money that way well it doesn't save us a shit well yeah at the end of the it day does. it does it, save you a, shit, it money, yeah. a shit ton of money for what our guys do uh um but if you ever want to you know bring us up we'd be more than yeah. happy to do some work like I'm, I'm more i'm really happy that it's just i i'm a muay thai like I'm, i like jujitsu i'm a i love muay thai but mma MMA yeah. is where it should. We got to focus, I think, a little bit more. I actually spoke to Jamie Champion today. Oh yeah, we had a little phone call this afternoon actually because we were talking. Uh, he, him and I have been chatting quite a bit about. So like, solid just, dude. Yeah, he is a solid dude. So he's the owner of Prospect uh, yeah. in Ontario, and because uh, he was like, we're just kind of like we're John and I are in the same position as he is, but kind of discussing on which province may be coming back we're hearing that i'm i'm hearing that it's quebec is going to be the first one to come back which to me is fucking bananas but well i was talking to one of my uh my oh, teammates doctor, right Whoever they, they said they're going to be they might be having contact and training soon like without social i don't know what they're doing but i'm surprised by it but out I would, here we've I'm, been not, I'm not gonna complain for, 
a while. Like you can like you can go into John's gym right now and train and spar and whatever. Oh, really? You don't oh, you yeah. don't need to have a social bubble? Okay. No. So in my well, side, no, right now we have social we're doing limited sizes. We're not yeah. having any new members. It's not like we just yeah, blew the like doors that, yeah. open. Like nobody yeah. can just show up and train. Like at no, our gym, no, we're doing groups of You don't have to social distance between one another. Like you mm, can, no. can actually train. Super hard oh, to choke good, people yeah. from six feet away. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's like say we have, we have a like I have Terry and my and a, uh, another guy in my circle. We have I like groups of three, and those yeah. are the, well, who do you train with only? That's it Perfect. right now. Yeah. Well, you I, guys. I, 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 still, I, I still want to be that gym that brings it in town. So I'm like, okay, I'm just super safe. Everyone's. If it comes into town, it won't be the gym. It'll be something nope. else. I guarantee. Tim Timmons is back down to zero cases, so it's nice. Nice. Yeah. We have them now that they're allowing people to travel anywhere where the fuck they want. I'll tell you how much how how important the Maritimes are on every fighter's radar. Okay. I talk to everyone, and not every fighter, but like people in general, they're like, yeah, I want to come out and fight. And I'm like, okay, there's a two-week quarantine. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah, you have to like, if you come out here, there's an Atlantic bubble. So if you come out here, you have to quarantine for two weeks before you can go anywhere in public. And they're like, what? Because nowhere else in the country is doing that, right? It's totally. Terry, Terry just told me about that the other day. I'm yeah, like, you probably had that. Okay. Yeah, you're like, what? Okay. What? But <laughs> yeah. I will say, like, I'm kind of like, I don't know it's how. It's safe for you guys. It's pretty safe. We have a super old population here in a, like, I don't know. I will, like, I don't know how you feel about John. You know, at first I was quite pissed. I'm still a little pissed that we can't do some things, but I think they've handled it quite well. But you know what's good? It's good for yeah. your local guys. Yeah. Yeah, if we put on an if event, we can do a show, yeah, yeah, it's probably gonna. Oh, okay. the big thing is like they said is we can't uh, do a show right now. Well, Ooh. Quebec Major Junior Hockey is starting this week. Yeah, here. So the big thing with the commissions is them. So if they can be playing hockey and they can be fighting out on the ice, right? And they're all athletes. They're all, it's only a maritime bubble, so it's all teams from the Maritimes competing yep. in that Atlantic Division. So if, like the commission said, he's like if. You know, like I kind of said, like if you're able to fight out in the ice, then how aren't you allowed to fight in the cage? Yeah, exactly, right. Same and shit. Would Would you guys be doing no no audience? Would there was that no we, good with that uh, audience up to two hundred people? And we had a reopen plan that had fifty people and zero people, so we could oh, you wow. know we we had a so plan up to hundred. We oh, we had a twenty six page document we submitted yeah. to the commission, and they didn't even impressive. The best in the country, it. I was told. Yeah, no doubt, you know, I made that. You up. know what? I, I kind of like it when I'm, we're I'm watching the that. fights and you see no audience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I don't mind can, that at all. I, I, mean, I, can, I think people paper, can appreciate so. the, the the dynamic between a coach and a corner. And you see a, a guy who really listens to his corner. Yeah. You hear the instructions and you see him do it right away. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh I, oh, I think that's magic. I, I love, love that. that, man. I love that too. I'm interested if it'll affect people moving forward now. Like, if because there's a lot of fighters who are going to start the UFC career with maybe one or two fights now without any fans. And now all of a sudden they're going to go back and compete with fans and they're going to be like, shit, this is like, I'm starting all over again. How yeah. it'll affect those people, right? It might help yeah. them get used to the big maybe show. Right? Yeah. yeah. It, could, it could help them. It could help ease them in at the same time. Cause I know yeah. some guys, some of my personal guys were not even scared of yeah. the fight. They were just scared of walking out. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Getting, well, we're mm -hmm. from Ontario, so we always get booed everywhere, but you know, <laughs> getting, getting the showers of booze is not always uh, up to people's alleys, you know? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, <laughs> I, used to, I used to just blow kisses to people. Mwah, mwah. <laughs> you know what we always called you out east? They always call Ontario. Ontario. But I lived in I lived in Ontario. I lived in Toronto for 
probably at least six or seven years, man. I oh, had wow. a lot of fantastic memories from Toronto, a lot of wonderful people. And Ontario is a beautiful province with oh, yeah. a lot of fantastic I, I, I like visiting Toronto 100%. It's one of my favorite places. Yeah. I probably wouldn't live there ever, but I yeah. love visiting. I live right on King West. Oh, really? Right wow. King and Bathurst, man. Right on the corner, like right down the down the road from the old COVID center there at the Brass Rail. Oh my God! This got shut down this week. Doug Ford was so oh, awesome. He's like, "Well, you know what? This is a weird situation, but it's gonna be worse for the people who have to explain to their wives they were the, they were at the brass yeah, rail." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so true, man. It's the strip club, John. They put out a thing that like five hundred people were possibly five hundred fifty people. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you know what? I've never heard of it. I've never heard of them talk about it yet. Again, it was last last week, but. Never no. heard too much about it. Yeah. Probably because there was a bunch of politicians who were there. Yeah. Like, shit. You, you leaked it. You leaked it. Oh, oh big time, man. That's awesome. Jeez. I never, yeah, I never thought your, of COVID how do you explain that to your wife? Like, <laughs> I'm going to and the boys going out to the bar. Next that thing was you know, you Yeah. <laughs> I thought you smelled funny. Yeah. I thought the waitresses were friendly. You smelled like Sears. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, any last? Uh, I guess we got uh, one last question for you. Like we ask everybody, two two last questions. Okay. This is a kind of funny uh, question I like to ask people. If you and Terry Lemaire were out for dinner, yes. Okay, and you both had no wallet when you went to pay. Mm -hmm. Oh, what would you do? Terry would do the dishes. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a gentleman That's like that, him. so he'd always take it for the team. Nice. There you go. He is a gentleman, man. Oh man, he really is. He is a hardest worker. I, I, I don't say it because he's just my guy, but Terry is one of the hardest workers you will ever see in your life. That guy started his pro career zero and two. Yeah. Just drove him even harder. Now he's on a five fight win streak. The guy is a freaking monster. Trains in the morning. Trains in the lunches when he can. He trains in the evening. Yeah, oh, monster man. Shout out to uh, to LFA. See if you guys can get him on a card here. I know he's waiting. We're for trying. A we're trying a lot of different places right now. We're one's a little bit closer, I hope, but uh, we'll see if that pans out. Good, good. He deserves it. And if we can get him out here, obviously, it's uh, that's something I think that John and I spoke about too. He's a he's a good guy. He deserves something. So, any advice for anybody? Uh, you know, both you and John are huge, long time club owners. Any advice? You both kind of came out of it relatively well. Uh, with a lot of experience and hard work. Any advice for anybody who might be doing the same? It's just planning. Number one's planning. So what, when I when I was when when we were down, I was already planning for when classes came back. If I heard rumblings of a new uh, social distancing, I would start planning. I re I drew pictures of the gym, Renos bags apart, and just knowing your your arts well enough. Like a lot of guy a lot of guys are I hear saying, oh I can't teach uh, jujitsu solo. I, I myself could teach two years of solo drills. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can keep it interesting for a long. It's just you got to know your drills, and it, it's people want to be there anyway. People are like, oh, people don't want this. People don't. Yes, they they want to get out of the house. They want something to do. They want their social life back. They want their hobby back. They're willing to do it if if you're willing to plan and and have some safe classes. That's what I think. I like try have hand sanitizer. Like I said, my gym, everyone knows the rules. It's very safe coming in. And it's just we have a lot of fun, and it's all planned in advance. So planning, organization, number one. Oh, Huge. Yeah. John, you agree with that, I'm sure? Absolutely. That's the biggest thing. The rules are always changing. I'm trying to stay ahead of them and trying to do, yeah, do what's going to work. We've got, to, we've got to stay current. And, man, I watch every meeting. I'm a part of every Zoom call. Anything with something that affects a gym, 
anything i'm on it i'm i want to know what's going on nice awesome because we blocked a couple pso so i'm 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 belong i i follow mto i follow i even follow waco i follow we're part of oga i follow every organization what they're doing it's really important important to stay stay in the loop you're the leader dude people and like i say this all the time to people whether you think it or not because a lot of people are humble that are running a club for for sure but at the end of the day a lot of people really look up to people who run a club they're there for that motivation they don't necessarily need to be yelled at, but they want to walk in and see that John's there or you're there and be like, oh, cool. My coach is here tonight. You know, like it's motivating for them, yeah, it's right? motivating, yeah. Big time. Sometimes it's the best part of people's day, you know? Big time. And that's our responsibility to make it that, you know? I agree, man. People have a hard day at work. I want them to come to the gym and think that they can just relax. They don't have to show show off or anything. Just do their thing. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be awesome. Welcome to the Good Punch time. Spa. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> Yeah, that's, man, that's a good name for it. Choke Spa. Don't be anyone stealing that. That's my T-shirt. I'm making the T-shirt. <laughs> Fuck, don't be out there stealing that choke brand or any of you guys. Edit that out, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> delete, delete the whole episode. Shit. <laughs> yeah, <bored. laughs> All right, buddy. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Matt. Uh, you've been a guy, again, man, yourself and Terry have been really great supporters of us. We're out here kind of hustling, just trying to put out good vibes and keep moving our brand forward and to help yeah, people. Promoters, promoters got to support promoters. We got to support the sport. Yeah. Even if it's not something our guys are in, you got to support it anyway. It's very important. Everyone grows. And it's good for Canada. That's, yeah. what I, that's all I'm about. I'm about every, everyone grows together. If someone gets to the UFC from a different gym, oh, I'm I'm so excited. Or a big show, I'm I'm so excited. And it's not fake; it's it's real because it's just if they move up, there's more opportunities for other people. Mm-hmm. So it's a good thing for everybody. The more Ontario, Canada is it's good for all of us. Mm-hmm. I'm, I couldn't awesome, agree man. more, man. That's yeah. what it's about. Like, and the the more people doing this podcast, like you know, again, like maybe it has an effect, maybe it doesn't, but. Down the road, people might be watching and be like, oh, shit, look at that. Like, everybody has those opinions. If you can get all those positive people working in the same direction, it's a powerful thing. Well, uh-huh. yeah, I'll bring it up. I don't I don't usually talk about it much, but, like, uh, I, t- well, I tell people about it because it's good. I have Crohn's disease and I have Meniere's disease. So oh, two wow. crazy some things yeah. that take people out of the game. But you just take your time, make sure to set yourself goals, and just be prepared for some, some valleys and, and some peaks. You can do anything. People can do anything they set their mind to. Yeah. So never limit yourself. Don't ever, don't ever compare yourself to this person. You know. Yeah. You know, when I was younger, I wanted to be like the. I wanted to actually when I was younger, I wanted to fight Mark Hominick and Muay Thai. That was my thing. (laughs) Or kickboxing. I really wanted. But then I got started getting sick. You know. But it didn't take me out of the game. I I just changed roles a little bit. You know. I pivoted exactly. And there's always things to do. Yeah. So I think martial arts is for everybody. For real. Just gotta find your position. If coach, corner, trainer, whatever, just just help a helping hand, anything, mm-hmm. involve yourself in martial arts. It's the best thing you can uh, ever do. I love that, man. And it's it's funny, you, like it's so heartwarming to hear that because that people I think often look at like promoters, especially they're like, oh, that guy, blah blah blah. Man, like don't compare me to Dana White. I make nope. nothing. John make like we're doing this truly out of a passion, trying to make a business and grow a business. Because oh, we I know, really yeah, yeah, we know how it is to lose money on shows, but you do it anyway. Yeah, people are like, yeah. "Oh, you're upset that you lost so much." I'm like, "No, because we 30 more people got a chance to uh, show mm-hmm. their skills." Yeah, that's it. And we're not losing money. I don't want you to think that. Oh, <laughs> well, my first show, my first show, I did. My second one, I I made a little bit, but I'm happy. You know, that's Hell it. Yeah, man. Man. That's where we're at. 
creating opportunities for one another and, and enjoying the ride, right? So yes, sir. It's it's about growing and, and working together, man. So I commend that attitude and I thank you so much for joining us, dude. And hopefully we can get you on another uh, episode or card in the very near future with Mr. Terry Lemaire or any oh, other. I'll do I'll do these things again for sure. Awesome. Perfect. Well thanks so much for joining us. There you have it folks. Mr. Good Matt Pooler. Thanks, right pal. On. See you Cheers. later. Cheers, man. Awesome. Another great episode, episode 103, John. Yeah, man. That was great. Another yeah. with a ton of awesome. insight and a lot of experience, man. I mean, that's wisdom right there. Yeah. Well, 20 years in the game, 13 yeah. years on a club. Like that's it's kind of, like that's the thing. Like it, it instant gratification is something I think that you know comes so odd these days. Like whether it's people just want things to move really quickly. Right. And the more you talk to people, like, you know, I've been at this sport probably 11 years now, which is pretty new compared to like people like yourself yeah. and Jared. People have been at this I've sport. I've been at this for 13 years, I guess. Yeah. So, but the, like, there's yeah. people like Matt or like, but I boxed before that as well. So, I mean, yeah. So it's great to get that advice and insight from everybody. Right. Like it's absolutely. I think martial arts is one of those things for guys like us and Matt, it kind of just sucks you in. Like I joined it with no expectations for jujitsu. I had done some boxing, you know, I mean, I just joined it. I expected to be done in a month or so. And here we are. Yeah. Change your whole life. You know, change, change, your whole life. Around it. <laughs> change your whole life, change the whole path. And, and just the, the, uh, the people you meet through this, this sport and this this uh yeah. this kind of subculture i guess right it's uh, it's just awesome man so yeah yeah i wouldn't trade it for the world yeah. now you're building a whole camp on the lake for our jiu-jitsu yes, camp uh, yeah so. that's right my neighbors Thank are lovely <laughs> yeah, yeah. all right buddy well thanks so much for joining us again it's been a, a few episodes so thanks for making the time for coming back i know you're busy Good with the back, you 17 businesses that you're involved in so it's nice to I get wish. you on here well, hopefully in the future we'll get up to yeah, that. Yeah, man. We're getting so, there. That's it, buddy. That's <laughs> it. We'll keep we'll keep her going forward. But uh we're back, yeah. folks. That's it uh for the end of our uh week. We're we're out of here for this week, but we're back on Sunday. We got a couple Canadian prospects on Sunday. Uh Monday we are off and then back Tuesday, Wednesday next week. We got some big guests coming up. Mr. TJ Grant will be joining us. Uh Gavin Tucker will also be joining us uh coming up in awesome. uh, yeah, it, uh, some some really good guests coming up in the near future. So other ones that I'm forgetting as well. Uh, not that you're not that important. I just clarified and finalized those today. I'm just going to stop putting my foot in my mouth and continue on. See you later, folks. Awesome. See you, everybody. Right. We'll talk to you tomorrow or whenever. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. and Make sure to hit that subscribe button. As always, thanks to our sponsors, Conway Customs and Tinkin, Beat It Sports Shot, Team NBR Sport, Maritime Madness, Old Road Barbecue, Datsun Sarah, BC Kimonos, Ruddy Lad Premium T-shirts, Dragon Energy, Privateer Harley Davidson. Thanks for tuning in, folks. We'll catch.